Welcome to The Key to Carowin, a work of original fiction by Wendy Fair. Key to Carowin is narrated by Mason Fair. Key to Carowin, Chapter 8, A Riddle. They ought not to have given it to her. Even I would not have done such a thing. Not because I don't want her to have it, not because of the risk it presents to my plans, but because such things should never be given to the people of this world. You should not know they exist. Even I, in all my efforts to subvert and destroy, have never stooped to that. It will be the death of you. Even I concede to that. I follow the girl. Follow the paper. What's that? The boy demands, suddenly at the girl's side and pulling the paper from her hand. Hey, give it back! A superior chuckle. What is it? The boy unfolds the scratchy, dry scrap of time out of place and examines it. It is the color of weak tea and smells of creosote. It's mine. I need it. It's a map. The girl exclaims as though through sheer urgency or reason she might be able to sway the behavior of the boy. She cannot. I have already seen to that. The boy holds the paper, looking at it for a moment as he pulls it open. No, it's not. A sneer and the toss of the re-scrunched paper in the girl's direction. It's a page from an old newspaper probably just used to pack one of the boxes. He turns and moves into the kitchen. A reach, a fumble, a grabbing, and the paper is tight in the girl's fist again. Feet flying up the narrow stairs, sequestered in the safety of her cubicle. The girl turns the paper over in her hands, studying it under the light of the bare bulb. What have you found? she asks. She always appears unsettlingly quickly, like light, suddenly just there. I hate that. I think it's a map, whispered reverently, distractedly, amidst the crackling of unfolding brittle secrets. A map of what? Asked with a faint smile. The girl smooths the paper and holds it up. Her smile fades, then disappears altogether. Oh, I see, she says. This shows where the door is, doesn't it? A jab at the paper splayed out on the small table. Lines as thin as gossamer make a tracery of its surface. As fine as the veins of a hand under skin, translucent with age, as worn as bones bleached to ivory. It would seem to. Then we can help the girl get home, can't we? An eager glance up. No, the door needs the right sort of thing to be opened again. Well, sure, there's always a key in stories like this, the girl replies another perusal of the map. Maybe the location of the key is on here too. Even if you did find a key, it wouldn't help. There's more to the story. 
a quick look up. Tell me. Leaning together, a hushed tone, a gentle tone, the sort of tone used when people tell you something and try to make it less harsh than it really is. A tone I've never used. Her story continues. After Agnor was banished to this world, the king's son and daughter saw how sad the king was and how much he missed the servant girl. They all missed her and wanted her back, particularly Tiernan. Was Tiernan in love with the servant girl? A conspiratorial tone and a giggle. Yes, he was. Did the king go to find her, to get her for Tiernan? Not the king, no. His son and daughter went to speak with the king. That's you. Right, as I was saying, my brother Tiernan and I went to speak with the king. Your dad, right? Yes. When we realized Hangnor would not be returning with the girl, we asked the king if we could travel to the human world to find her and bring her back ourselves. At the time, the door was shut, but the king could still open it if he chose. He was reluctant, but after much persuasion, he allowed Tiernan and myself to come to this world in search of the girl. And you did? Yes, but under one condition. We were concerned that Angnor might find us here and use us to return to Carewin and take over the kingdom instead of bringing the girl back. You mean like, kidnap you? Maybe use you as a hostage? Yes, how do you know about such things? My brother watches a lot of movies said with a roll of the eyes. The bad guys are always doing jerk things like that in the movies. Maybe they learned that stuff from Angnor. A smile. Perhaps. And yes, just like those bad guys. In order to prevent such a thing from happening, we asked the king to put a special seal on the door between the worlds. He decreed that the door would only open again when the girl was safely back with him in his world. We cannot open the door. Not even the king can open it now. A frown and a twisting of the mouth. But that doesn't make any sense. How can the girl get to the king and open the door if the door can't open? Whose idea was that? I think it's a sort of riddle. You mean like a magic spell? Something like that. Yes. So you and your brother went to look for the girl? We did not. You see, Angnor was waiting for us on this side of the door. Angnor fought with my brother and defeated him using the dark powers he had found. I have been looking for my brother all this time. Have you found him? I believe so. Well, where is he? Here. A doubtful glance. There's only my family here. Yes, but you see, when Angnor defeated my brother, he changed my brother's form. Angnor turned my brother into one of your kind, coming into this world as an infant. Angnor changed your brother into a baby? He did. It is the only way to turn one of us into one of you. A silence disturbed by ripples of thought. Then... Your brother is our baby? 
I believe so. There is a realization and there is a tearing. I am not here for you, she seems to say. I was never here for you. There is a powerful sharpness, a searing pain, the sound of a scream nobody hears. Betrayal. The girl frowns down at the floor. The girl, however, has learned to hope. She taught her that. It is one of my finest, most precise tools. Sharp as a scalpel and just as efficient. I let it do its work, for I know what the girl is thinking. In the deepest recesses of her mind, a thought is formed. Maybe if I help enough, just maybe she will take me with her when she returns home. The thought spins another. Maybe, just maybe, I won't have to be alone. Maybe I will find a place where I am loved. The highest point from which to fall. But you must have magic powers if you're from another world. Can't you just magic everyone back to the kingdom? I'm afraid not. My powers are weak in this world. Now that the door is sealed. There is not enough light here, and what light there is can barely be seen or felt. It has no power. There are some things I can do. Small things. Things to help a little. But I could not take my brother and I home, and I cannot simply send the girl home either. Then how are you going to find the girl? How will you get your brother home? Mom won't let you take the baby. And how will you get home if the door doesn't open? All very good questions, but not ones I have the answers to. I do. I know. We need to find the door and the key. Silly child. That is not how the story goes. to Key to Carowin, a work of original fiction by Wendy Fair. Key to Carowin was narrated by Mason Fair, with original music provided by Serena Fair. For more information about this and other projects, please visit shifterspress.ca. Thank you for listening.